Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. G'day, Justin Hockey here from RightSource, talking everything not-for-profit, corporate governance, company secretarial today. One of my favorite topics, and yes, I do have a favorite topic in corporate governance, is talking about board papers. And one of the bane of boards and company secretaries' existence is the size of board papers. So how do you reduce the size of your board papers and so you don't have hundreds of pages for the directors to read and you, know, you actually have something that's manageable? Well, today I'm going to share some tips in terms of how I think... Um, processes you can put in place to help reduce the size of a board pack and also I suppose we'll talk through some of the advantages of having a reduced board pack for the directors. So let's start with the, the why would you do that? Why is it important to have a concise board pack? The first thing is well you've got more chance of the directors reading the whole thing so as much as it's it is the director's obligation and one of their duties to make sure that in terms of a board pack that's given to them they read everything that's in it that is what they're required to do because that board pack forms part of the the meeting process and part of the minutes so they have at a court of law they're deemed to have read everything so that is their requirement when you give them a 300 page board pack to read in three days it's going to be hard for them to get through all that at least in a level of detail where they actually absorb it so having a concise board pack one it allows the directors to actually read it which has a lot of benefits one they are across the topics that you're going to talk about at the meeting. They are aware of any issues that might be contained in the board pack and quite often if you have a lot of detail, sometimes you'll have an important detail buried on page 232. Well, if they don't get to that page, they won't know the issue, which is a risk for both them personally and the organization. And lastly, it's a better use of their time. Like, if you're going to give them information that isn't relevant or is superfluous to the meeting and what's going to happen, they're spending their valuable time reading that information that may not be of any use. So it's really about that efficiency and effectively there's, there's a, a reduction of personal liability aspect to it as well, which I think some people aren't aware of. And also, from a company secretary point of view, small board packs are easy to put together. So let's do that as well. Now... That sounds great, and I have been with a number of organizations where I've started, and they have tried for a long period of time to reduce the board pack. So I understand out there, it's like, well, it's nice to say, but we've tried, and every time we try and make it smaller, it just gets bigger again. So let's go through some stuff that you can try, and maybe it might help, but at least you can have a few different options up your sleeve. Probably the first one, and the easiest one to implement, is um, that ability for directors to access information online now we can go board portal that's an option um, it's not always something that especially not for profits want to deal with because you have to pay for those and so is there and sometimes they're not always that cheap but there are other options so um, dropbox is an option okay be comfortable in terms of security when you're looking at these options too and whether there's enough security engaged um, but even things like SharePoint, even your Microsoft Office 365 um, allows the ability to provide information online that people can access whenever they want to access in a secure manner. 
So if you take advantage of an online portal of some sort, and I don't prescribe anyone, it's really about what fits your organization. If you have the ability for directors to access information online, well then you can put information in there for them to access if they need it. And this is one of the issues with board papers. Quite often you want the decision made by the board and you may feel or the directors may even request further information because they're not up to speed with that specific part of the operation or they want more background, more history. Um, and it may only be some of the directors who want that information, not all of it. By having a portal that you can put that information on, you can put that information on them for them to access as and when they require it. So that could be operational reports, it could be previous minutes, it could be annual reports, it could be specific case studies or any sort of information that you want them to access. And it's free for them to access as they need or as they see fit. And it doesn't go in the board pack. So that way you can take out supporting information that is useful to know but isn't directly involved in the decision being made and put that somewhere else, somewhere else where the directors can access whenever they want to access. So it actually improves the accessibility of directors to information. In suggesting that, I'm sure one of the things will be, well, a lot of the directors don't like doing stuff online, they like printed copies. Okay, well, and this actually goes back to probably the first thing you should you should do before you start trying to change anything, is that if you do want to re reduce the size of your board pack, it's not actually the company secretary's decision to do that. Absolutely, it's the company secretary should be advising it and should be helping implement those processes, but you really need to get the buy-in of the board and the chair, um, but the board of directors as a whole in terms of instigating these processes. So whether you get you have a discussion or you have a paper to the board saying you want to reduce the um, size of the board pack and these are the things you're going to try and get their buy-in before you start doing it. Um, both one, it's their decision, but also it gets the buy-in. So if you want people to change their practices, if you can get some buy-in at some level, then at least you've got more chance of it being successful. So buy-in of the board, maybe looking at online portals or being able to put information online. The next thing you want to do is really pull out of the board pack anything that's operational. So what do I mean by that? So if you've got, as an example, executive, so your CFO or your general manager or your head of HR or your operations manager providing a report that goes into the board pack, that is probably more likely than not operational. So you don't want that stuff in the board pack. It's not, it's not pertinent for the board. What you probably do want is you will want a, C, a report from the CEO that highlights key operational issues that are being managed. Not that you're wanting a decision from the board on necessarily, but that you're just wanting to highlight their mind opinion. And definitely things like safety, like you want to the board to understand what's happening in, in the safety aspect. You want them to understand how um, things are progressing. If you're implementing change or you're um, looking to expand or just generally how operations are going, you are wanting to give the directors an overview of that. But that's something the CEO should be able to do either verbally or as part of a report and not through an amalgamation or providing a whole heap of operational reports in, that rep in the board pack. Really a one-pager summary on how operations are going, one or two-pager, that's a great starting place and try and keep it 
to the pertinent points that directors want to know. And quite often that means cutting it right back and finding out what other questions the directors have. And that way you're providing the information the directors want rather than trying to give them everything in case they ask a question. Um, if you, that everything should be somewhere else on a portal or if you don't want to do it on a portal and you have a question that comes up in a meeting, get back to them after the meeting. You know, if they have an, a, a information they want to know uh, or just generally speaking about the organization, there's nothing wrong with providing them information out of the meeting. Which leads to our next thing, the next process you can do to help with lowering the amount in the board pack. And this is especially pertinent if you're doing things like projects, like implementing a new um, operational or accounting system, or if you're going through a lease negotiation or something like that, where there's a lot of stages and it's a, it's a process that's taking a period of time. What you can do is you can provide updates to the board outside of the board meetings. And I don't mean it can be verbal meetings, but it can just be a you know a one or two page summary. This is what's happened over the last couple of weeks. This is the, this is what we're up to. These are the pertinent decisions that we've made as, from an operational point of view. That's an update. That can get circulated by the company secretary to the board. There's no decision needing to be made. It's just for the board's information. And that way they can keep abreast of what's going on in the organization, especially the key aspects of it, without having to wait to the next board meeting. And then also, when you get to the next board meeting, you sort of already brief them to an extent, but that means your briefing on what's going on can be more concise and can be more about the pertinent points that are happening um, and allows you to make, you know, include less in that board pack. We also touched on the CEO report. Now, um, how the CEO report's compiled can also save some space. So again, this comes back to rather than trying to report and tell the board everything's happening operationally, the CEO has been entrusted through delegations of authority and through mechanisms of the board to run the operations of, of that organization. So that's the CEO's job. All the board really needs to understand is the indicators of how well they're doing their job. They don't need to ratify them doing the job or approve them doing their job. They've already done that by appointing them as a CEO. So the CEO report should probably have a, a one-pager operational summary uh, if that, if they can, if that's all that can be done, um, maybe some key performance indicators which help the board understand how things are progressing. That's it. Part of the CEO report would also then be some financials because the board needs to be up to date on where the financials of the organisation are. Or that might be done through the CFO. They might have a separate report, but there's financials. Other than that, what the CEO report should really be trying to focus on is how is the organization going towards achieving its strategic objectives? Now this is for two reasons. One, it helps the board understand the progress towards longer term goals. So the board is often looking two or three years out and trying to achieve those objectives. What it is good to inform the board of is, well, how are we going and achieving those goals that are two or three years out? The other good thing about doing that is it helps direct the conversation at the board towards the more strategic aspects rather than the operational. So again, another large complaint that I get from CEOs that I work with in not-for-profits is the board's always talking operational. I want them to talk strategic and give me the strategic direction. What you'll also find in those not-for-profits where the CEO feels that the board's always talking operationally 
is the board pack is mostly full of operational information. So that's all you've given them to talk about. So if you can construct your board pack and your CEO report to talk strategically and about the strategic objectives of the organization, you're more likely to get a board that is more strategically focused than operationally focused. And alongside the CEO report, you also want then any other papers that are going to the board to go there in a way that helps the conversation be effective. And by that, I mean actually reach a decision and ask the pertinent questions that should be asked and are informed um, to be able to ask those questions. And that really comes back to um, creating a template of how you have papers go to the board, which have a couple of key aspects to them. So the first thing in a board template you want is you want it to be clear whether you're asking for a decision or whether this is just for the board to note. So you want that clear. If it is a decision, you then also want to be very clear about what you're asking the board to decide. Now, the best way to do that is to put a draft resolution in there. Say, well, this is the resolution that we actually want to put in the minutes. So that's what you're asking the directors to agree. Now, that makes it very clear in the director's mind if I need to get to that resolution, what do I need to know? The rest of that paper, which should be two to three pages ideally, you want to really try and keep it to that length, has all that pertinent information in it. So it should be the information the directors require to make that decision. That's it. You don't want background, you don't want too much history, you don't want too much supporting um, information that actually doesn't doesn't actually help with that resolution. And if you can get the board templates and the board papers in that structure, again, you help direct the directors to the what you're asking so they understand the question that's, that, that's being asked for them to decide on. And that helps it be more efficient and it helps the board process as well. Plus also, it helps the company secretary when you're compiling the minutes being clear on what was or wasn't decided because you know the question that was asked and if it was agreed to, you know what's in it. So the board template is also very important. So there are things you can do to help reduce the size of the board pack. There's two other points that I think you should consider that can help, help that be consistent. The first thing is to have a work plan or a calendar of what the board's deciding. So what you want is that, you know, if they're having to review policies or approve budgets, financial statements, all those things that a board will have to do over the year, you want to try and spread that work out evenly over the year so that you don't have peaks of meetings where you have a whole heap of board papers and it feels unwieldy and you end up in the same problem again. So if you have a work plan that helps schedule the work of the board, that is very useful and it helps, I mean, it helps in other things as well to make sure that they are done and that the board's aware of what's happening. Alongside that, if you have a pre-board meeting with the CEO, the chair, the company secretary, what that and with the object of that meeting to discuss what's on the agenda and what's been talked about at the board, that can also help make the board papers for and the, what's being put to the board manageable for each board meeting. So rather than you know the board papers coming out, let's say a week or two days or whatever before the board meeting, and the directors then going, oh, here's all the stuff that's happening at the meeting, and it's just everything that needs to happen or is on the board schedule is chucked in there. Some, having a pre-board meeting to discuss that and go, okay, well, this is what's on the work plan, this is what's happening operationally, these are things that have come up. 
you can prioritize what needs to get discussed and sometimes push stuff to the next meeting because it's not urgent and that way you can make sure that the stuff that is of high priority or high importance gets the same level of attention as other policies that might need to be reviewed that aren't that are important but not necessarily urgent and so that way you can by moderating what's on the agenda you can ensure the board pack stays at a consistent level and size because you're always dealing with a consistent level of information at each board meeting and that's it that's how you really start to make that board board packs more and then it's just a constant and never-ending process of looking at making sure that the pertinent information is going to the board supplementary information is distributed in various other ways and continuing to have an open dialogue with the chair the board and the ceo to make sure that the processes are followed to maintain the conciseness of the board pack if you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.